The NBA draft profiles roll on with our draft profile of Jonathan Kaminga of the G League Ignite. What is his ceiling? What is his floor? What is his fit with the Oklahoma City Thunder? All of that and more coming up on the Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show... We have another 2021 NBA draft profile giving you all you need to know about a possible Thunder prospect. Today's prospect brought to you by Locker Room, changing the way that we talk about sports, is Jonathan Kaminga of the G League Ignite. He is going to be an interesting prospect within this top five. We're going to go over the overview of his measurables, his strengths, his weaknesses, where he's mocked at, and what his long-term fit with the Thunder would be if the Thunder select him. So the overview of Jonathan Kaminga is that he's a 6'8 wing who comes in at 220. The wingspan will be interesting, but you can watch the the tape and know he has a great wingspan. He has a great frame, a beautiful uh, NBA body, 18 years old, went the G League route, played for the Ignite team in the bubble with those 12 games with Coach Shaw, He is a hyper-athletic guy that you do not want to be in front of whenever he's going to the lane. He has potential to be a great two-way player. He's extremely wrong. He's a ton of time, uh, but he has that potential of a two-way player. If nothing else, he'll be an elite defender for years to come. That's the overview of Jonathan Kaminga. Let's dive in now to the actual strengths and weaknesses of his game. The first huge strength. Number one with a bullet is his frame. So many times at the the draft, you're looking at guys who do not look like NBA players yet. They might have the possibility, they might have the ability to fill into their frame, but they're not there yet. Kaminga has has an NBA body right now. He he can play in the NBA this moment. Um, And and he doesn't really have to grow into his frame. He's already into his frame. He is athletic. His athleticism will shine through even at the NBA level. And I think that this is not only his biggest strength on the court this year, but his biggest strength within this draft process. I think as he goes to these private workouts, it's unlikely he participates in in the combine. Most top guys do not, so it's unlikely he does that. But any combine-like setting, private workouts with teams, workouts with his agents that are sent to teams, things of that nature, all of those in that setting will contribute to him shooting up boards a bit. Can he get higher than five? I'm not sure about that because of the tough competition in this draft. But teams are going to fall in love with how athletic he is. He's that type of athlete, which is rare because in the NBA, you know, it's rare that you stand out athletically at this age because you're going to go into a league 
where everyone's athletic, but his athleticism kind of stands above a lot of different people in the NBA. So his frame is what people are going to fall in love with. I told you that for Green, as teams get their hands on this guy, Jalen Green, and they get to interview him and talk to him, that's going to be his big selling point. For Kaminga, it's going to be the private workouts and seeing this guy's body and what he can do with this frame. Now, the other big selling point for Kaminga and the go-to skill set, I talk a lot about this, about what is going to be your elite trait? What is going to be your sticking point in this league? Especially for top guys, you need to have something that you do elite. And if you're a top five pick, it's got to be elite. His elite trait will be his defense. I think he can be a borderline elite defender his rookie year. But I know as he walks in that door, he's at least going to be a good defender his rookie year and can progress into that top of the line, one of the best in the NBA, a guy that you go stick on to the likes of LeBron and Luka and all the other great scores in this NBA. He's going to be that type of talent defensively. And can you imagine the defensive potential that would be Kaminga and Lou Dort? Not to mention the progression that we saw from SGA defensively under Mark Dagnon. And if you give Mark, who preaches defense and has clearly coached all these players up defensively, every player to a man got better defensively with the Thunder this year than they previously were. If you give Mark a talent like this, like Lou Dort and like Jonathan Kaminga, the potential is off the chart for what they can do defensively. And, and Kaminga plays into that very well. But he's not going to be just an elite defender. I think that the big scare is his floor. We'll talk about his floor coming up. But it's more than just his defense. He has amazing handles for his size and for his frame. His shot creation is very underrated. It makes him almost an unfair score because he can create for himself at his size off the dribble. Uh, he's going to be a great cutter, obviously. When he gets ahead of steam to the basket, watch out both with the ball in his hands and as a cutter without the ball, you're not going to, want to get it in his way at all. And he's under control, most importantly, whenever he does attack the rim. Even with the ball in his hands, he's under control to the point where you're not going to be able to fool him and get him into trouble with the charging fouls and things like that or, or rattle him a bit when he goes to the lane with the head of steam. Kaminga can score in a multitude of ways, but what's most enchanting is his ability to drive to the rim. Not only can he finish at both sides of the lane with both hands, but he can do it in a multitude of ways because he can take contact with this frame and finish through contact, but... He's smart enough not to depend on that. Sometimes you'll get guys that, that have this body, that have this frame of Kaminga, and they'll rely on that. They just rely on the fact that they're bigger than you, and they will no longer try to do things the proper way. Kaminga still does things the proper way. He still uses his body to protect the ball. He still uses his body to avoid contact and to shield defenders and to get positioning. He does all those little things right, along with being able to just physically overpower defenders. He is incredible at the rim but he's not just an at-the-rim finisher. He has upside with his jump shot. I do not think that that shot is broken. Sure, the percentages look ugly, but he's confident. He has a nice-looking jump shot that does not really need a huge overhaul, and eventually these shots will fall for him. I do believe in his upside as a shooter, and that just plays into his ability to score and then thus making him a two-way player. But he's also a great rebounder, and that activity on the glass mixed with his above-average handles, makes him almost the perfect Mark player. If he could shoot, for sure, Mark would be in love with this guy. But the fact that he's able to be versatile, the fact that he's able to play great defense, the fact that he can grab a rebound and go to the other end of the floor, the fact that he can cut and do all those things at the rim with the ball in his hands, that is what will sell him to the Thunder 
and to Mark Dagnott. He is a very, very good prospect. I think that we've kind of entered this phase of the draft process where we're looking for we're looking for our first outcast, right? Because for so long, it was a one through five draft. And recently, it feels as though the NBA community has kind of uh, has kind of softened on Kaminga and kind of made him the distant fifth place and the distant fifth pick. That's not necessarily the case. Kaminga still has a lot to offer and getting him at pick five would still be very good for the foundation of this Thunder team, especially if you believe in his jump shot upside, which I do. I think that his jump shot is there. The percentages look ugly, but it's there. The thing is, you have to give Jonathan Kaminga time. You have to be patient. And I think that that's what scares people the most because you look around and you see Cade Cunningham and you see Jalen Green and Evan Mobley and Jalen Suggs, and those guys look as though it will take them no time at all to get acclimated to the NBA game and to start thriving at the NBA level. That's what it looks like on paper. That's not going to be the case. With Kaminga, he looks more far off, right? He looks more of a project and a raw player who might not fulfill himself for another three, four, five years as an NBA player. And I think that that's what makes teams and makes media members shy away from him. But for a team like the Thunder, that is exactly what they're here for. That's exactly what they've been setting themselves up for, is to give a guy like Kaminga time and, and allow him to have the patience and the coaching and the and the stability and the, and the environment to grow, and it'll pay off for them in the long haul. They're looking at this with a long-term vision, and Kaminga's a long-term player that could be a steal of this draft. But coming up, we're going to talk about the weaknesses in his game and what he needs to work on before the draft and entering his NBA career and throughout his NBA career. But first, I want to say right now, about our good friends over at Indeed. Indeed is incredible, folks. You're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your shortlist of qualified candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your decision and your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview, all on Indeed. Get your qualified shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster and only pay for the candidates that meet your must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. With tools like Indeed's constant instant match, giving you your qualified candidates whose resumes fit your job description immediately. And Indeed's skill test, which on average reduces hiring time by 27%. You can choose from more than 130 skill tests and then add your must-have requirements as you only pay for the applicants that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job service site combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com locked. That's a $75 job credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer, offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions may apply. Let's see right now. about a good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors uh, that are incredible, folks, and they're there all the time. Check them out right now. It's coconut, coconut almond, 
cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. My favorite flavor is the peanut butter brownie bar. It is to die for. It's incredible. It's phenomenal. Get it today at BuiltBar.com. However, if you do not know your favorite flavor yet, do not stress out. Do not worry. Because what you can do right now is go to BuiltBar.com. Order yourself a mixed box. What that mixed box will do is we'll give you two flavors, you know, two of every flavor that Bill Bar has to offer. You try them all and you reorder the ones you love the most. How special is that? Go to BuiltBar.com, use our code LOCKED15, get 15% off your next order. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and only 4 grams net carb. Try them today at BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15, gets you 15% off your next order. Locked 15, 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Trust me, try those peanut butter brownie bars at BuiltBar.com. We are back on Locked On Thunder on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. We went over the strengths of Jonathan Kaminga's game. Now, let's touch on his weaknesses. Obviously, the glaring weakness is his shooting percentages. It scares a ton of people. It scares people inside the NBA and outside the NBA. It's it's just a frightening number. It's the one big bad mark on his resume. Uh, But when you look at the way he shoots the ball, both his collectedness, his calmness, his confidence, and also the shot itself, the jumper itself, it gives me a lot of encouragement moving forward with the right coaching and, and, and just with the right luck, things will begin to fall at least at a serviceable clip. Now, I do not think it's going to be Steph Curry. I don't think he's going to be a, 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 a go-to three-point shooter. He's not going to be an elite floor spacer. But he can be average, and he can be slightly above average. And with his explosiveness, with his athleticism, with his ability to score at the rim, that's all he has to do. Because if he gains the defense's respect from the perimeter, even slightly, that elevates his offensive output to the nth degree. That would be so great for his game. And so when you look at this big weakness and, and, you, and you shy away from this big weakness, remember, he does not have to climb the mountaintop. He never has to be an elite shooter. All he has to get to is average. And when you watch his jumper, you cannot tell me that you do not see average in his potential. So that is the big knock on him. That's why he's looked at and viewed as the distant five because we put so much onus on shooting in today's era for good reason. But when you mix in the other things that he can do, it's not that big of a deal, considering I do think he reaches that, reaches that average plateau. Now, he's not a good playmaker. Uh, he's not going to be a, a unique tall ball handler that sets up his teammates. Can he make a pass physically? Yes. In fact, there are a few clips out there that make you intrigued by his passing ability. But consistently, the ball stops on him. Now, that's a point where the Thunder are going to have a red flag with Kaminga. The shooting and the ball sticking to him. Mark loves to run this fluid system with a ton of ball movement and getting versatility and having everybody be able to pass and dribble and shoot and score. And Kaminga's a ball stopper. That's kind of been phased out of the Thunder whenever they're clicking on all cylinders and not like throwing out a lap with Sima Kyluk in there as the go-to score and only score on the floor. Other than that, it's been ball movement. It's been uh, versatility, and Kaminga does not necessarily offer that offensively. But again, he could make a swing pass. I mean, you just got to teach him 
your system and integrate him into your system because physically, you know, he's capable of, of passing. There's a few great passes out there on film from Kaminga. It's a matter of getting him to do that every single time. And the same goes for his defense. Now, I just talked about how elite his defense can be and how if you pair Kaminga with Dort, it could be one of the best defensive duos of all time. But he does get lazy and he does check out defensively. But I challenge you to find the 18, 19 year old that doesn't do that. So, it's about breaking those bad habits that he has, the ball stopping and the checking out defensively. To me, those are bigger issues than, than shooting because I do have that much faith in him being an average shooter and with his with his other skill sets, that's all he needs to do. But I'm not sure if he'll snap out of being a ball stopper. I'm not sure if, he, if he's ever going to truly lock in and play defense at a high level for 48 minutes in an NBA game from game one to 82 through the playoffs. And that's the scariest part. It's not the jump shot because if he's not locked in defensively, that does take away his elite trait. If he's not playing well defensively, that negates the reason why you draft him, the, 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 the selling point of why you drafted him. Now, could that have been high school and could that have been G League opponents in the G League bubble just not really caring? Sure. Could that have also been his mindset moving forward you know, in, his, in his permanent mindset? It could be that as well. It's interesting. It's all about perspective. It can be glass half full or glass half empty. You can look at this and say, ah, yeah, sure. He didn't play defense on high schoolers and didn't play defense for a full-length game in the G League. Who cares? You could look at it and say, well, if you're not doing it then, why are you going to do it now? And we've seen this outcome both ways. We've seen the positive of someone turning it on and being a great defender after getting checked out at times and kind of taking a step back at times despite his ability at the lower levels. We've also seen that mindset carry into the NBA. It's a matter of which one do you think Kaminga will do? And that's why I think the interviews might be important as well for Kaminga in this pre-draft process. Uh, but the other and last weakness is the amount of time it'll take. I do not think that Kaminga will be a finished product or even close to it until about age 25, you know, whatever the, whatever the age marker is, until about year four or five. I mean, I think that he's going to take a long time uh, relative to the NBA, right? We're so used to these microwave successes where guys get drafted and boom, Trey Young and Luke Doncic are just tearing it up and SGA is already being an elite player and Michael Porter Jr., you know, it, boom, 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 with the success stories of these recent draft classes. John, uh, John Morant, another one, LaMelo Ball. I mean, we're so used to these kind of microwave successes and we lose track of the projects and the long-term vision. You need to have the long-term vision with Kaminga. You need to give him time, be patient, and let him grow. To me, he'll look more like Poku than he will SGA. He'll show you some flashes this year coming up. If you draft him and you watch him in 2021, he'll show you those flashes of a star potential. He'll show you those highlight cuts and those highlight finishes at the rim. He'll show you his potential to be a two-way player the way that Paul George or Kawhi is. He'll also show you that he could be out of the league in six years. Right? He's going to show you both extremes. And to me, you draft this guy if you believe in your front office and you believe in your coaching staff. Those are two areas which the Thunder thrive in. If the Thunder take this guy, he'll have a great developmental plan and he'll be able to fulfill his NBA draft ceiling. Coming up, we're going to talk about the availability of Jonathan Kaminga, the ceiling, the floor, the NBA comps, and more, including how he fits with the Thunder roster. All that's coming up at first. I'm going to tell you right now about our good friends, over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can bet on all that action 
at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your latest sporting news, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC, MMA action before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So do not sit on the sidelines any longer. This is your chance to get into the game, get into the action as teams prepare for their playoff runs at BetOnline.ag. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. How do you get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit? You go to betonline.ag and you use our promo code locked on. Betonline.ag, our promo code locked on. We are back on Locked On Thunder on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Let's continue with Jonathan Kaminga's NBA draft profile, his availability, his floor, his ceiling, his NBA comps, and his fit with the Thunder. So his availability is pretty consistent. The Ringer is at five, ESPN's at five, The Athletic's at five, Bleacher Report's at five, CBS is at five, DraftNet's at five, Tankathon's at five, and my big board has him at five. NBC, however, has him at four. So he's going to be four or five, but most likely an overwhelming five when it's all said and done and we go through this draft process. I even question if the longer we wait to get to the end of July and the, and the more combine standouts, workout warriors, and great interviewers that come through, if you don't see Kaminga fall to six or seven, uh, even though he's been top five all year long. So what are the ceiling and the floor of Kaminga? His ceiling is an elite two-way player, like an elite two-way player that contributes offensively at a B level. That's his ceiling. And that is a hell of a ceiling. To me, his floor is an elite defender that cannot play offensively. Think about Andre, right? Andre was a good cutter, uh, but he slowly but surely lost all confidence offensively and was a non-factor offensively. Still a contributor, and that team dramatically changed when Andre went down with an injury. But that's his floor for Kaminga. It's a wide range. And again, unlike Suggs, unlike Green, unlike Mobley, unlike uh, Cade, you do have your first guy who's got an immense ceiling, a super tall ceiling, but a super low floor as well. And that's what pushes Kaminga to that five spot. So how does he fit with the Oklahoma City Thunder? For me, the future role of Kaminga is a number three. You're, you're, whenever you are looking at the options, you have SGA, who I wouldn't begrudge you if you put him at number one or number two. You have SGA, one or two, and then you have Kaminga, three, and you're still searching. You're still searching for that actual duo partner with SGA. Uh, but you did find a solid number three who can help you win a championship. I think he's a great fit rotationally for this team, both currently and in the future. Uh, his roster impact is nothing really, you know, nothing impactful for this roster in terms of who you might lose out on. Maybe you have to have a casualty of Isaiah Roby because Kaminga can now just do everything Roby can do better. He can finish better. He can defend three through five better. He can just do everything that you want Roby to do at a better clip besides maybe shooting. And even that's a toss-up. So can you afford to give both guys a big bulk minutes? And you know how much I love Isaiah Roby this year, uh, but maybe he's a casualty, but probably even probably not even uh, Roby's a casualty. So I don't think that it changes anything about the roster this year. So why should the Thunder take him? He has very high upside as a score. 
And he's a very versatile and elite defender. Again, can guard three through five and can be a supersized uh, shooting guard defender if you need him to be in certain matchups. But three through five defensively, elite defender. The coaching staff will love him and will have enough time to develop him. The Thunder will not rush Kaminga. The Thunder will not rush Poku. The Thunder know what they're getting into uh, with this rebuild. They're going to give these guys time and allow them to struggle. Simply put, these guys are going to struggle. You saw Poku struggle this year. You're going to see Kaminga struggle. But you're hoping that with your developmental plan and with your coaches that you put in place, that the end game will be them reaching close to their potential. And for and for Kaminga, close to that potential is a B-level score on a championship team. Great, great, great pickup. I mean, just great pickup. Now, why the Thunder shouldn't take him? He's a ball stopper, which Mark does not like. He is going to be a bit of a risk offensively because, again, he could be Andre. Like, I, I'm, I'm putting his, his floor at Andre. I mean, that's not good at five. Uh, and he could be redundant if he's only going to be a defensive specialist and not really contribute offensively with some of the other pieces. But at his frame and his size, nobody on this roster, even Lou Dort, can defend three through five. You know, Lou Dort can defend four and five, so that's no shot at Lou Dort. It's just a matter of his, of his physical makeup to where I'm not, I'm not necessarily concerned about his redundancy on the roster. But having two players on the floor who are not going to contribute at a high level offensively, and now Lou Dort progressed immensely offensively, but... Uh, will he continue that? We'll see as the roster kind of regulates itself this upcoming season. You know, maybe you're worried about that a little bit long-term for uh, for Kaminga. And then is it setting up the same problem you had during the last rebuild? And like any team, one reason that you might not want to take him is looking at your own timeline, looking at how long this will take for him. Many people could understand the Poku part of it, right? We Everyone can understand why Poku struggled and uh, that he was coming over from Greece in the second division and, and why it will take him so long. When you get a guy like Kaminga, who's a highly rated recruit and a G League Ignite player and you know, skip college and is a, a top five pick, people tend to have shorter ropes with top five picks. So can you allow him the room to breathe? And do you want to allow him the room to breathe? Or do you want to draft a player who might be able to help you win quicker? It's about the timeline that, that Sam Presti foresees for this team, which he's talked about how long the timeline will be that this will be a more long-term rebuild. And that rebuild is not really even put into motion or, or, or labeled at all yet because we're not sure where these draft picks are even going to be made at yet until June 22nd. So Kaminga, uh, I think it's going to be polarizing a little bit as we get more to the draft process, as people start paying more attention to the draft. You know, as is typical, as teams get knocked out of the NBA playoffs, uh, their fan bases go and they start Focusing on the draft. If you're a diehard NBA fan you and you're listening to this podcast right now, you are a diehard NBA fan, you start focusing more on the draft as we get deeper into the summer. As people start doing that, I think that we'll see a variance of opinions on, on Kaminga. I think that you'll see people extremely high on him and people extremely low on him. Where do you land on Jonathan Kaminga? Let me know on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Is that R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S? Listen, this week, we've got more draft profiles, three more. We've got a talk with Richard Stamen, and we've got another weekly mock draft for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where did we end up on the Tankathon simulations? Find out later this week. And the mock draft this week has a different and new twist compared to last week's mock draft. It's a weekly mock draft for the entire Lockdown Network of those of us who are in the lottery teams. So make sure you stay tuned for that later on this week. So go ahead and follow along on this podcast feed wherever. You get your podcast from. It's the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're staying daily throughout this offseason and into next season, of course. So the ride is just beginning. We just wrapped up our first season 
of being a paid media member throughout the year. Uh, and it was truly a dream come true. Obviously, a lot's happened since taking over last May, the pandemic, uh, the bubble, losing my mom, you know, personally and professionally, a lot has happened. Uh, but this is truly all that I've wanted in life. It's a dream come true. Ever since I was in the fourth grade, I never dreamed about being Dirk Nowitzki or being Jerry Stackhouse or being Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant. I dreamed of being Dan Patrick and being uh, in the sports media. I was self-aware enough to know I was not going to be a great athlete. I just, it wasn't meant for me. Uh, but ever since then, I've been working towards, uh, you know, being in the media game, so to say, and to be given this opportunity has been incredible. And I cannot thank the people enough at the Lockdown Podcast Network for doing this for me uh, and making this happen. Thank all of you for listening as well. The show will continue to get better. We'll continue to grow. We've learned a lot from the bubble to now on how to cover a season. We'll learn a lot more in year two and year three and year four and year five. You know, I'm just happy to bring some stability to this podcast. This fan base deserves that. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this as much as I have. And I hope that we continue to get better and grow on this show. It is truly an honor and a privilege to be the host of Locked on Thunder and to give you all the best content that I can so thank you all for joining me every day, listening, downloading, all that fun stuff. Continue to do so. Chat along with me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Don't have Twitter, no problem. Email lothunderpod at gmail.com. Don't have email. I don't know if anyone doesn't have email in this day and age, but if you don't, call in 405-362-7128. There's always a way to get connected to the show. I want this show to be a community of Thunder fans. So let's make that happen as well. If you leave a five-star review with a question, I'll answer it on the show on Apple Podcasts. So do that as well. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.